Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to We Gotta Talk, where it's all about real talk on big topics. I'm Sunny. And I'm so glad you're here. We have a bonus episode today. How great is that? I'm sitting here in my new Barefoot uh, barefoot Dreams jammies. Are they jammies? Are they loungewear? We don't know. But what I do know is I've been wearing them for two days straight during the daytime hours, during the nighttime hours, (laughs) but just pretty much living in them. They're soft and they're chic. My friend got me them for my birthday. And I have to say, being the kind of gal who sleeps in um, boxer shorts and like an old ratty t-shirt or these kind of like nurse adjacent looking blue cotton pants and an oversized t-shirt. This is a major upgrade. <laughs> this is a major upgrade for my routine in my life. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm like really, I just don't want to spend a lot of money on loungewear and pajamas. You know, I'm a blue collar, collar gal at heart. Give me my five pack of Hanes. And give my t-shirts. But wow, I feel like I've been converted. So um, yeah, um, I wanted to put out this episode really quickly because this is something um, that I know a lot of people were curious about on social media. So I want to address any questions that I got on Instagram in podcast form and let you know a little bit more about my experience because The um, woman that I'll be talking about today is a plastic surgeon and injector who is in high demand, who has an incredible following on social media and with good reason. And I wanted to tell you more about the process. Um, So yeah, we're going to get into specifics of my visit with Dr. Lara Devgan in New York City. You do have to excuse my strange sounding voice. Is it a sinus infection or allergies? Don't know. But I do know that it feels like there's a brick behind my nasal cavity. It's so much better than it was. I solicited some tips on what to do for this because truly I have never had allergies before, but we're in this weird period in Florida where it's getting hot and then cold and then hot again. So I don't know if the pollen is reactivating. I don't know if it's a sinus infection issue that I used to get all the time when I lived in Pittsburgh. Who knows? But um, Sudafed, colloidal silver, um, salt rooms, they, they are all your friend when you're feeling like I'm feeling right now. So let's dive right in. This is more on my visit with Dr. Lara Devgan. So as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, uh, she is someone who's been on the podcast before, and she was so gracious to do an interview with me a few months back. It's episode 177, if you're interested in listening to it, and I do encourage you to. Um, but I got so much, uh, so many questions when I shared more about my experience visiting her office in New York City, because um, what she has what I think is a really unique approach to aesthetics. Um, I think that her approach, which is her, her motto is beauty is in the details and her approach is very refined and conservative is the vibe that I'm going for. Um, not because I'm ashamed of doing what I do and, you know, um, obviously not. I have a podcast where I talk about this stuff on a regular basis. And frankly, a lot of women do this, um, you know, do injectables as well. But, um, because, you know, I think she's ushering in a whole new aesthetic when it comes to what, um, you know, what women are asking for. 
I think a lot of us appreciate um, the fact that when we go into a doctor, you're not feeling like you're being sold a thousand things that you need to do to quote unquote look good or look like a certain prototype of a woman that we've seen for years and years all over TV and social media, et cetera. So uh, yeah, I, I, she is, her aesthetic to me is something that I really appreciated. It's conservative, it's natural looking, and it takes into account really what the patient wants. It's less about pushing what she thinks someone should look like versus getting you in there and getting you comfortable and addressing what it is you want to address. So first things first, if you're interested in booking with Dr. Devgan, uh, at least as far as back as October, so this earlier this month, she was taking on patients. I know that availability varies for doctors at different times. And at this moment of taping, who knows what's happening? I did check online. It looks like you can still book appointments as a new patient. But here are some things you should know. So when you go to our website, you can get an intake form. You can either call their office to book or you can fill this form out in their office, who is really great about responding. We'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. Here's the big thing that I want anyone who is booking to be aware of. This is probably different from a lot of um, injectors or practitioners that you visited before. I know it was for me. There is a considerable down payment. You have to put down a deposit in order to visit her. So the deposit was $1,000. Um, listen, is it relatable? Is it likable? No, but $1,000, I've been, I've been working hard at 41 and I socked away some money from all of the work that I've done. And this is something that I wanted to spend my money on. So Put down the $1,000 deposit. The good news is that goes toward any procedure or, um, you know, any, um, what's it called? Like, like facial or any other thing you get done in office. So more likely than not, that money will be used. This is, I want to say right off the bat on the more expensive side. If you're used to getting your injectables and treatments somewhere locally, somewhere, um, you know, maybe with a practitioner that you know that gives you a friends and family discount, this is this is an investment type of appointment. And frankly, I did save up knowing that if I was ever in New York City, I wanted to just get in front of her to kind of get her opinion on what will be best for me. So you put the deposit down. Their front office was so kind about um, responding quickly, making sure that if there were any you know, fields missing in the forms that I filled out, they got right back to me. You book your appointment virtually and we got up there on a Thursday night to New York and Friday morning was our appointment. Um, so this is the really cool part about visiting Dr. Devgan. So you probably have seen this if you follow her on social media, but her office is impeccable. It's like um, an art enthusiast's dream. She's got beautiful artwork on the walls and um, the decor is very, it's very elevated. It feels like an experience. It feels like a little bit of a mini gallery when you walk in the door. You go in the bottom level, there's, um, you know, you go past a little person at little reception area at the desk. This is a building that, you know, obviously has more than just the office in there because this is New York. And, you know, you go up the stairs and um, it's on Park Ave. It's just a gorgeous building. The artwork is beautiful. And immediately what caught my eye are the wall of products that are lined up in, um, in, a, in a window display in the front of the building. So you see all of her retail products. You get up there, you sit down, very, very quiet, chill waiting space. Um, she ran mostly on time. It was cool because as we were waiting, they had 
these uh, gummies, these beauty gummies that she sells and a little coffee machine and a little setup in the corner so you can go over and you can test some of the, you know, some of the gummies and see if you like them and whatever. You can make a coffee, you can make a tea, you can get a drink. Really great, really easy, relaxing experience. So when you get in the door, these are some questions that I got that I'm just going to kind of try to run through. I got them on Instagram or from friends after I share this. So I'm just going to kind of bam, 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 go through. And of course, if you guys have any questions or you want to know anything specific, please do feel free to just send me a message on Instagram. So, okay, we talked about the booking process. We talked about what the office was like. We talked about the fact that there is a deposit that you put down that will go toward the cost of whatever treatment you do. Waited in the room. It was a relatively short wait. She comes in and I just have to say her vibe and personality is so calm and peaceful. So for anyone who was, I was a little bit nervous and starstruck. You know, this is someone that I've followed on social media. It's someone that I've interviewed and it's obviously someone that I have tremendous respect for who's really a master in her field. So I, I was a little bit nervous. I was a little bit you know, starstruck going into this appointment. So her, she comes in, she's this tiny little thing. She's gorgeous. Of course, her skin is great and she's a very calming presence. She sits down with you and there's a price list next to you as well as, you know, her input on what she thinks might work. You tell her any areas of concern you might have or things that you want to address. And she'll go through a list of any and all the things that you can do that she feels would not only address your concerns, but also in some cases, maybe a, a booster or a little bit more than what you wanted that would complement what you're asking for. So you should know when you go in that a lot of these doctors are going to have a lot of ideas about you know what to do with your face. This is not a knock on you. <laughs> I've talked to so many friends who are like, you know, I went in for this consult and this could be anywhere with any doctor. And he just ran or she just ran through this laundry list of things and it made me feel like this horrible, ugly person. Listen, guys, first of all, number one, we don't get our confidence from other people, right? We are we are confident in who we are because of who we are, not what we look like. Um, so just leave that to the side. It is literally this woman's job as well as any other plastic surgeon or injector or professional in the, in the aesthetics world to tell you what you can technically do. Does it mean you should do it? Absolutely not. Listen, you can go in and ask for the the whole shebang and get, you know, five, six, seven, eight things done and walk out looking, you know, not completely different, but, you know, looking like you've gotten some work done or you can do one thing and stick with what it is that you consider to be your priority. So I just want to say that because I, I hate to hear anyone feel hurt by this. This is the doctor coming in and sort of just telling you, okay, this is what you, you could do. I don't necessarily suggest you do it all, but... Here's a list of all the options. So I did go in there and just directly address what my main, um, you know, my my main interest was in, and that is just a little bit of um, neurotoxin. So I typically get, I don't get Botox. What do I get? Um, Dysport. So I've only gotten Dysport to this point, um, but. Dr. Dev Gan uses that Xeomin, which is a, and this is their words, uniquely purified neurotoxin. Apparently it's missing some proteins, um, some unnecessary proteins in the words of Xeomin that you don't really need when you get injected. So um, this was my first experience, experience using Xeomin. I knew that I wanted to just refresh that. It's been a few months. I typically only do this every six months. So in fact, I was a little earlier than I wanted to be, but you know, I'm not going to get the chance to see her in the near future. And I also talked about another issue that was bothering me, which is and continues to be the hollowness under my eyes. I feel like I've talked about this at length, but um, 
I have genetic hollowing under my eyes. That's just, you know, it's just kind of is what it is. Um, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the, the genes that I was dealt. <laughs> and, um, I've used, I've used a certain filler in the past to address that and infrequently. I'm not a regular, um, it's not like I go in every time and get filler under my eyes, but, um, I had in the past been using Sculptra, which is, um, not a hyaluronic acid filler, but um, a polylactic acid uh, solution that goes in and sort of stimulates the growth of your own collagen in areas. Um, from what I was told, it was previously used um, with medical patients who were dealing with more serious issues, more serious health issues that caused hollowing in the face. And it was used um, to sort of plump up the face back to a natural looking fullness. Um, so that's kind of how it came onto the market. But certain practitioners will use Sculptra. I mean, some use it in the butt to give you fullness in your butt. Some use it in the face. Um, I've been going to an amazing person locally who's used it under the eyes. And here and there, I have done it over the years and have been pretty happy with it. But when I talked to Dr. Devgan about, um, you know, sort of readdressing this area, because it's been some time since I did anything, she suggested a hyaluronic acid filler which is, um, in her opinion, she thinks it's a better option for under the eyes. Now, I'm not going to speak with any level of medical authority on this, but there are some contrasting opinions on what is the best thing to do to fill that under eye area in particular. And some practitioners on podcasts that I've heard before have expressed concerns about using Sculptra because of the thickness of the tissue that it sort of creates over time and the inability that um, you know, plastic surgeons have sometimes to cut through that tissue. If you ever have to address that area medically, it can be uh, in their words, again, not mine, a little tougher to cut through tissue that's been treated with Sculptra. Do I know if this is true? hundred percent. No, I'm sort of repeating what I've heard other practitioners on podcasts say. So Dr. Devgan told me, let's pause on that and let's address this hollowness under your eyes with just a little bit of hyaluronic acid. So we did that. Those were the two things that I did. And again, she ran through a list of other things that if, you know, if you want to, I don't know if you want to add fullness to your cheeks, if you want to, I just didn't really want any of that at the moment. I feel like, um, you know, again, I've talked about this recently too. I'm coming up on like a, a season in my life where I'm having some conflicting thoughts and about procedures in general. And, um, and so for me at my point in life, what I was comfortable doing fairly minimal, the, um, the Xeomin and the HA filler was really all I wanted to do in that moment. And this is not a judgment call on anyone who does anything more or less, but um, I feel like that'll be sort of a, it's something that I'm still working through. So, you know, as always, I like to keep you guys in the loop on why and how I'm doing things, but that's sort of why I just kept it on the super minimal side. And I've been so, so happy with the results. I noticed an immediate brightening under the eyes with the HA filler. I experienced no bruising, although it is possible for people to bruise with any type of injection. So do be aware of that. I had no swelling. I had no weird, um, <clears throat> you know, um, texture. Some people say they feel bumps under their skin after getting HA filler. I fortunately did not have that issue, knock on wood. And overall, it was a really comfortable experience. I don't believe I did not do numbing cream. No, I did not do numbing cream. And when they went in under the eyes, it was sort of under, she went in, I'm trying to describe this without you guys visually seeing it, but the outer corner of your eye, if you were to go in about a quarter of the length from the outside in and go down sort of like right above the cheekbone, that's where she went in with the needle. It surprisingly was not that painful. It was fairly quick. And <laughs> there was a moment where she was like, you need to breathe. Your face is going white. I was just so, you know, it was a combination of being like, 
you know, a little starstruck, a little excited to meet her after interviewing her and just sort of the nerves for this procedure. But not painful. Um, the tiniest pinch. There was no pain when the HA went in. Um, as far as the Xeomin, you know, it's your standard quick sort of needle pinch of the skin and that's it. It was not in any way uncomfortable and frankly, it was fairly quick. Um, this was my first time doing Xeomin and again, the first time I've done hyaluronic acid under my eyes and I was, I've been very happy with it. So if this is something that you have been thinking about, I can confidently say that it, at least with her and of course some other local practitioners I've worked with, if you get with a good injector and if you get with someone whose aesthetic you really trust... Um, you should feel comfortable doing this. Um, these are things that, of course, any medical procedure comes with a level of risk, but I hear a lot of people having some concerns about going under the eye area because it's so close, obviously, to a really sensitive part of the body and face. I understand, but if you're in the hands of an, a, a practiced, a well-practiced and experienced injector, you should have no issues. Um, I do want to address this too. This is not something that I personally got done, but I had a few people reach out on Instagram because Dr. Debgan is known for what's called a non-surgical nose job or non-surgical rhinoplasty. So what she does um, with some patients is she corrects any irregularity in the shape of the nose by injecting filler into the parts of the nose that are uneven. So um, you, you're going to want to check out her Instagram page. To, and I will link that in show notes to see specifically what I'm talking about. But for example, if someone has a, a, a bump on their nose, when you, when you look in profile, she might fill the area kind of between the eyes to match, you know, to match the level of sort of the crest of that hump. So it doesn't look like it's sticking out anymore, but is rather a smooth line. This is a crude explanation, but I think you get the idea. So the idea with the non-surgical nose job or the non-surgical rhinoplasty is to give you that look of smoothness, of symmetry without going under the knife. She has become really known for this procedure. And if you go check out some of her um, previous patients on Instagram, you will see the results are pretty mind-blowing. These are some incredible before and afters. Um, so I had a couple of people say, listen, I've followed her for a while. This is something that I'm interested in. What do you think? I didn't do it, guys, so I don't know. But I can say after being in her care for the short amount of time that I was, I would absolutely trust her with something like that. I understand that, you know, Proximity to her location or getting to her is is going to be an issue for some people listening. If you're in the New York area and you've you know you you've pondered visiting her before, I truly can't speak highly enough of um, of her skill. So uh, so yeah, that's something that she's sort of known for. And um, unfortunately, I can't speak to that first person, but definitely definitely check out the um, the Instagram feed and see these incredible before and afters. Let's talk products too. Oh, I'm sorry. I smacked the microphone with my blue light blocking glasses. <laughs> um, upon checkout, I wanted to test out a couple of products because she has a line of beauty products that are that have gotten some great reviews. They're on the pricey side, guys. This is there's this, that's the one big thing that I will say, and I feel like the only knock on this experience is that this is something that I've been literally saving my pennies for. And uh, to me, it was, um, <clears throat> you know money well spent. I'm glad I had experience with someone like her, but even her products are on the more expensive side. So here's what I've tried and here are my thoughts. Um, the BB cream, which is a tinted moisturizer, very natural kind of finish. It's not dewy, but it's not matte. It's that beautiful middle ground finish where it's natural looking. It's kind of like the skin you 
the, the sort of texture you wake up with when you wake up and you're not like, excuse me, my goodness. And you haven't been like sick or sweating, you know, that like sort of natural luminosity. So the finish on the BB cream is like that. It's 2.1 ounces and it's in what they call a universal tint. This is not a universal tint. If you have darker skin, I'm an NC 30 and Mac. I have very decidedly yellow olive undertones in my skin. If I were just a touch darker, this this probably wouldn't work. And frankly, in the summer months, it might read as a little chalky on me as well. However, now in the fall, in the winter, if you're well, if you're protecting your skin well, and if you're on the medium to paler side of the spectrum, you should be absolutely fine with this version of color that's in this BB cream. Um, I was shocked at how much I like this. You know how I feel about my mineral sunscreens when I do wear SPF on my face, which lately hasn't been all the time for various reasons. But when I do, I like to have something that's one and done. I like a zinc oxide or titanium dioxide based product. My skin doesn't really tolerate chemical sunscreens very well because as we've discussed in past episodes with other amazing dermatologists, the sort of method of protection is different with a chemical sunscreen. It's literally soaking into your skin and absorbing that light and reflecting it, you know, releasing it as heat. My skin just doesn't like it. So I generally tend to stick with the zinc oxide based or titanium dioxide based SPFs. So that's what this one is. It's a blend of physical blockers for the sun. Um, it, I use a, um, my trusty It Cosmetics and I will link this let me make a note, link brush. I'll link this in show notes as too. I like to apply this with my, with a buffing, like sort of foundation style brush. You could absolutely use your fingers if you're in a pinch. It's just my preference to apply this because it's a little, you know, it's a little on the thicker side with a, with a brush. It blends out beautifully. Um, I still find myself even after my HA filler needing some coverage under my eyes. It's just the reality of my face. I will always have purple eyes. I have purple eyelids. It looks like I have eye shadow on when I don't, and I have purple under the lids. It's like, it's a literal like chalk line of purple around my eyes. So I, I also use um, concealer when I use this BB cream, but you do not have to if you're looking for, like it's not like your face needs the extra coverage. Um, so yeah, the lip plumper. This is something else. Um, I got it for free as sort of, you know, it was like, you spend a certain amount, you get the lip plumper for free. Uh, she's well known for this on Instagram as well. They include a lot of before and after photos of people who use this. It's that tingling clear lip gloss um, sort of formula that you've probably seen in other products. I'm not saying it's the same exact iteration, but it's that kind of vibe. You know, you put it on, you feel the tingle, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a huge fan of this. I don't like or dislike it. It smells really good and it tastes really good. I can tell you, I didn't leave it on my lips long enough to see any noticeable effects. And that's because of a personal preference. I just don't like the feel of having something spicy. <laughs> you know, I like spicy food. I don't like feeling like spicy food is smeared all over my lips for an extended period of time. I feel like if you want plump lips, you just go get them shot up. You know what I mean? Make it simple. Um, so anyway, um, I, I don't know that I would go buy the lip plumper again separately, but that is more of a matter of personal preference. Again, you can see some before and afters on her Instagram and see how this product works and how people have shown it to work. But um, I just, I couldn't leave it on. It just kind of got irritating to me after a while. I also got a bottle for free of their HA hyaluronic, you know, the hyaluronic acid serum. I haven't cracked into that yet because of 
I'm trying to get through some other products, but I will report back on that. So all in all, a really great experience. This is what I would call for an out-of-town patient, an investment type of experience. This is a renowned doctor who has some pretty incredible work to show for herself and a touch that I think is not matched by many people that, I don't know, I guess I've only seen maybe two other people, but she has a really natural touch. To me, it was worth the um, taking the time away from our other activities in New York to spend a few hours to go there. If you're local to the New York City area or the metro area, I highly suggest checking it out. Save up. You know, I know that everybody's got different budgets and this may be a reach for some people and may not be for other people. To me, it was more than I was used to spending, but I absolutely think it was worth every penny. So, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's what I got done. That's what the experience was like. Um, I, I can't speak highly enough again of just the overall chill and sort of elevated vibe of the office. When you go there and you're spending the money and you're spending the time to see her, you're getting the first class experience. So, you know, um, yeah, it gets, it gets five out of five stars from me. I really, really liked her. Her bedside manner was calming, but very reassuring. Uh, she was quick, you know, it's not like you're going in there and you're spending 40 minutes doing anything, but she gave you just enough time to make you feel seen taken care of. And what I really liked about it was the fact that she's looking at your face as a whole and she's saying, okay, here's what I think might work based on your concerns. She has this whole uh, theory of global optimization. So that essentially means looking at your face as a whole picture or a whole entity and seeing the small, small ways that she can help you to improve an overall vibe. So good, guys. Follow her on Instagram. DM me on Instagram with any questions or shoot me an email. If you're on the subscriber list for We Gotta Talk, we send out um, newsletters every now and then with recaps of not only podcasts, but, um, you know, good things to know, trusted people that I've worked with or purchased from or done services with, like Dr. Devgan, so you can hit reply on any of those newsletters drop me a line. I love to hear from you. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Gotta Talk. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and follow along on Instagram at Sunny Abata, S-O-N-N-I-A-B-A-T-T-A. All of the latest blog posts are at wegotatalk.com slash blog. Hey.